You're listening to Rooster Teeth Podcast number 546. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit first.roosterteeth.com. English. Everyone, welcome to the Steve Podcast. This week brought to you by HelloFresh and RTX. You may have heard of both yes. of those fine products before. Uh, we'll talk more about them later. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. I'm Blaine. I am Bernie. <laughs> and I'm Gus. Are you? My mic fell down and Blaine started choking. I'm good. Are you sick? No. No, I just, I just had a bunch of water before we started. <clears throat> good. Did you breathe? <laughs> yeah, well, we were, we were in such a rush and I was running in and I thought you guys had Why started in a rush. You guys were just yelling five seconds ago. Don't act like we were in a rush. You were like, no, we're getting good. Well, I mean, you're late already. So, I mean, why, why bother rushing more? Yeah, we're fine. Were you uh, late? No, I was, no. On, I was like 20 minutes early. But then uh, you left. We were about to go and you yeah, left. I had to pee. And then I had to get drink water to replenish the pee that I just peed. <laughs> is that the way it works? That's the way it works. Yeah. Isn't it? That's how science works. How much water do you drink a day? Ideally, you, like, you don't pee. Um, you reach I th- equilibrium. I think no. I do like three of these no. at least. <laughs> Today. Three just of those, and those are like what? Like a liter? Just pee That's orange slime once, once every two days. Just so when the orange gel comes out, you know you're doing <laughs> fine. The podcast is pre-taped. I feel like I should say that right off the top. It's a uh, it's a holiday here in the U.S. Rich Teeth is is closed, so uh, we're pre-taping this podcast. Gus was giving me grief about my Memorial Day knowledge that I said I was honoring men and women who have served this country and for Memorial Day, and he was like, "It's only for people who died." I don't agree with that. Veterans Day is for everyone. Still. I think it's memory. important to, to pause and honor the people. What, what is the anniversary? Why do we celebrate Memorial Day? July 4th. On the day That's we when do. we the country. So shut up. What? What is the anniversary? Yeah. This is going to be a... Is it a, da- is it a date that celebrates something in particular? I is thought it? so. I know Veterans Day is. I'm not sure about Memorial Day. Let me look. Memorial Day. Let's see. It just shows it at the beginning of the thing. And then Labor Day is to celebrate all the laborers. Right? Those who toil. Yes. The common folk. I guess not. Um, nope. No significance to the day. They just kind of. Yeah. This seems like they just kind of pick something. So okay. you giving me shit about my knowledge of Memorial Day is really unjust. But see, I did. I acknowledged I didn't know, and I looked it up. You just sit there like no, a dumb didn't. American, no, just fucking didn't. spouting it off. No, you didn't. You tried to grill me and try to corner me and say, "What is it? Tell me," because like you, like you knew the answer. Yeah, but you didn't look it up. I'm like, oh, I, I asked the question. I'm like, I don't know that. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna better myself by researching and learning something today. When I artfully deflected back to you, artfully then, deflected. Then you admitted that you didn't know what it was. Please, they I realized I've been using a word wrong. What word? What's funny? What uh, word? Decimate. Oh, yeah. I learned that I, I because think, of World War Z. I think everyone uses the word decimate wrong. I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wait, when it, what does it mean, Blade? Oh, fuck. Uh, if I had to say, it's like it's like a, another type of destruction. Like, you 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 decimated but what, that birthday cake. What you destroyed level it. You ate of it. destruction? Like, if I decimated a birthday Sounds cake. Sounds like total. Total destruction, Total right? destruction. That's correct. Blade is 100% correct. <laughs> I think I'm wrong. You're think about wrong. the word now. Decimate. What oh, decim- decimal mm-hmm. is the root, so then it would be like you only partly destroyed something, or and what? specifically one tenth. Yeah, it's it, to reduce something by ten percent. Yeah, like it one sounds, in ten. Yep, so much destroyed. Gravitas behind it, you know, decimated. Yeah, I use it like I've always used it as like total annihilation when it's really like a tenth, a one tenth annihilation. Oh, that makes I'm gonna use it now cool. totally in context. Like, when somebody takes a slice <laughs> of pizza, I'm gonna go, you fucking decimated that pizza! <laughs> yeah, the word awesome. slice pizza. It just means something different now. Yeah. Awesome means, like, used to pretty be. pretty cool. It's gone the other way. But mm-hmm. didn't it used to mean scary? Awesome is like, 
It's, it's firing off. Inspiring, yeah. Right. It's it's just like, oh my god, I've never seen anything like this before. Awesome, now, awesome is like you made some toast. Well, I feel uh, like whoa. awesome and the best. I, they, they both mean nothing anymore. <laughs> I feel like Americans have destroyed awesome. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't think the Europeans use it that way. It's, awesome it's, is now when you go to McDonald's and the shake machine isn't broken. <laughs> That's like the level awesome. of awesomeness. It makes me think of that uh, interview with uh, was it Robert Smith from The Cure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like the difference between uh, British and American. Are you as excited as I am? Well, by the sounds of it, no. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, like the, that's the, the equivalent of the use of like, the word awesome. When, when I'm on the phone with tech support and they say, do you have a number I can call you back on in case we get disconnected? And I give them my number and they say awesome. That might be the worst <laughs> use case of awesome ever. Oh, you have a phone number. Awesome. <laughs> it's like literally the opposite. I like when awesome is used properly. Like if you read an old book and it's like the, the destruction was awesome. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. The birthday like... cake was awesomely decimated. <laughs> well, the best is interesting because what if you were only allowed to use that once in your life? When would you use it? Or you had to keep track of. Every time you said something was the best, it's like, is this better than that? And, like, <laughs> and you, you have to you, demote your other yeah, one? Every time you grow and as you experience things in, in life, you may find something better that becomes your new the best. It's and like a slot in your inventory that is occupied, but you can only have one slot. Right. So what would be your awesome then? What would you describe as awesome in your life? If you say Meg Turney, I'm going to punch you. I'm gonna, you have to come back to me on that one. Okay, all right. Never I just see some what I would consider awesome footage. Have you seen Our Planet? No, I haven't. The show. <laughs> yeah, not the one that you're on now. Yeah. It's really flat. I don't know that I have seen Our Planet. I think I've seen... It, it's like, exactly the same as planet earth, right? That's why I'm wondering um, if I've seen it or not <laughs> But in the second episode, there's a bunch of slow-mo shots of Because the ice is there's less ice all these walruses are like clambering up Mountains to get to rest on where they usually would just sit on ice and there's too many of them on there And there's all this footage of them, of them just like shoving each other and falling off the cliff and you just see walruses like tumbling through the air and like smacking their heads on rocks and like rolling down. And there's just like a bunch, there's like 500 dead walruses That's at the bottom of this dude. thing. Awful, but the footage is incredible. Like it's like the fact that we filmed that is unbelievable. The fact that we caused that <laughs> literally caused it. Yeah, I'm, I'm always fascinated, but just by statistics, like <clears throat> somebody in the world takes the biggest poop every day and they don't know it. Yeah, Whoa. but it, they have to. I every, feel like they might every single day. <laughs> Do you think anyone's ever done it twice? Ooh, absolutely. absolutely. It's oh, like, yeah. If, yeah. Once you do it once, you're probably more inclined. Like you're in the you're in the you're elite elite athlete. Right. Like a <laughs> ninety pound grandmother isn't gonna like just suddenly step up and go for the title one day. It's probably a certain kind of person, like the Rock, that qualifies for that. Right. Or one of these dudes who's on like the Learning Channel or something like that. But I always wonder too. It's like, what have we missed? All the amazing stuff we've caught now. On camera, and ever since everyone's had these camera phones in their pockets, we've gotten even more amazing stuff. There's so much stuff that we've just missed and that nobody would believe. Like maybe somebody even saw it, but they're like, yeah, now you wouldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. Like I saw a, an eagle drop a fish and then another eagle swept down and picked it up or something. Well, like it's that. like that, that nature, that moment where the, was it the alligators are fighting, oh. trying to eat a hippo and then the lions, the, what was it? They try to eat. Uh, a water buffalo, yeah, and then the lions show up, and then the water buffalo come back. Yes, yeah, the they call thing. it like I think they call it the Battle of the Serengeti. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, was that, like how often does that happen? That must happen every week. Yeah, that was water unbelievable. Fighting on two fronts, not, not on camera. The uh, the subreddit that I 
like, do you have like a guilty pleasure subreddit uh, at all? Probably. Probably you don't want to say it. <laughs> uh, choosing beggars. Oh, choosing beggars. Yeah, that one is. Yeah. What's that? It's people who ask for stuff, but then they're very entitled about it. Entitled about it. Like one of my favorites was there was a Facebook post that a woman I think wanted to ride somewhere at a certain time, and they had to have a SUV or a pickup to take her. And someone goes, and, 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 yeah, yeah. Go and ahead. someone goes, well, I've got this, you know, but I don't have a pickup or an SUV, but I got four seats. But she didn't say what it's for. And she goes, not good enough. Need an SUV next. And then like other people are being very kind to her, and she's going just next, next. And somebody goes, "Fuck you!" <laughs> and <just> like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. So uh, choosing beggars and tales from the front desk. It's like people who work at hotels. Yeah, it just shit that they encounter. Right. Yeah. Did we do the one. next door thing? Did, did we talk about the people who on next door who were having a baby? They were having their first baby, and they were in their like their late twenties, and so they went on next door, which is like in, in the U.S. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's other places. It's this like it's like a community. It's like a regional Facebook. Right. Basically, yeah, for forms. your neighborhood. So you put in your zip code and you get your neighborhood and they kind of just have cornered that market on that. But it was them reaching out to the people in the neighborhood saying, hey, we're about to have a kid. Uh, we would really appreciate it if uh, they had a name for it, like a meal train, which is a thing, I guess, where people make meals for someone who's like going through a medical problem mm-hmm. and neighbors. But they usually like do that on their own. They don't get it requested to do. And these these this young father or father to be was like, yeah. I'm just going to be very stressed with a new baby, and so if you guys could just start a meal train, here's some things that we'd like to oh, eat. God. Yeah, you know, if you could provide like macaroni and cheese, we hate these kinds of foods, so bring this. And it's like, and if you guys could just organize this, that'd oh, be great. <laughs> was just... What was the response to that? <laughs> well, the response actually, honestly, on the next door stuff was actually okay because the only people who responded, probably because it's regional and you can meet and you, the got, you see your name, yeah. you know, yeah, it's like yeah. I know who that fucker is. They were they were positive, like I can do this and. Maybe he even had a response of like, mm, I don't really like, you know, buffalo chicken or something like that. But once it got viral, then, of course, everybody fucking piled on and was just like, had a lot to say about mm-hmm. this dude. So. So what are your guilty pleasure subreddits? Probably in, in keeping with this nature thing of things that are recorded. Uh, there's a subreddit called The Bull Wins. And it's all like running with the bulls, <laughs> bullfighting footage where the bull wins. And it is like, I... Can't stand that stuff. I, I, if you live in a country where they have bullfighting, and it's important <clears throat> to your culture, good on you. But I think that's just horrible. Yeah. Gervais Killing- always tweets pictures of like a, a bull with its horn right up someone's asshole. <laughs> there, dude, there's one that's- photo where uh, oh, I've seen that one. Yeah, the bull put his horn through the guy bottom of the guy's jaw oh, like and out of his mouth. God damn. Yeah, yeah. like the, Timothy Dolan. The, the uh, oh. model village. <laughs> I, I just looked up the bull wins, and the top post right now is titled. Violent goring, many deaths, humans and horses. Some of them get to like not safe for life stuff. Like some and of them, like you NSFL. have to. Be, if you see NSFL, maybe Just stay away from that. that yeah, but it's usually a dude who's like standing there in a crowd of people, and he's like king of the world because there's this bull and he's facing off, and like all these people are cheering, and then the bull or a bull, bull comes wins. from behind him and just clocks him. It and he's out. Him. He's out like a light. He's out like a light. What it, is the reason that's still done? It's just traditions. Yeah. Like, keep going. Tradition, yeah. I mean, Ooh, I mean, this is Christmas. I'm sorry, I watched that. Yeah, there's some of them on there. Don't don't watch the not. Oh, for like, oh. You just like <laughs> that was visibly no good. like yeah. <laughs> that was not good. Was no good. Yeah, it's like that the subreddit that's now long gone. Uh, not uh, no to uh, watch people die. Oh yeah, so I'm really glad they got rid of that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, because yeah. you can't really filter who's who, watching it. Get, who needs that fill of that? I don't know. I, I don't need to see that. I don't know. I feel like uh, well, 
Now that's painting him in a bad light. I feel like people that would work in a line of work in which they see that kind of stuff would be okay to see it. Like, oh, I feel like, like, like my brother, brother-in-law is a firefighter. He sees a fucked up shit all the time. He always has the craziest stories. And I feel like he could view that and be like, oh, yeah. Oh, that sucks. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a more objective view on it. Yeah. Is anybody else watching uh, Chernobyl? Oh, my God. It's so fucking good, dude. It's kind of, I want to so say, though, good. it's kind of like an offshoot of the Darwin Awards. Like, people seem to like those Darwin Awards. It's really somebody dying in a tragic way. Yeah. But everyone's like, well, they did something stupid, so they deserve it. Th yeah. That's kind of like an extension of that. It's not the same like Chernobyl. No. I was talking about, I'll let you guys yeah. talk about Chernobyl now. Okay. I just wanted to have that last um, thought. On watching yeah, I feel like what they, they just aired the third episode last night. And I feel like a lot of people I know are not watching it. By the time that reason. this episode airs, then the, the fourth, fourth episode. episode will be coming out soon. Right. But yeah, it's uh, it's fucking great. And they introduced this character. I don't know if he's going to come back. That minor guy. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, he was great. It's uh, <clears throat> it's it's scary. Like I, I when uh, when the Chernobyl accident happened, you know, I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. So I like I vaguely remember hearing about it on the news. But it's like, you don't really understand. No, nope. didn't, didn't they massively underreport it at first, though? Yeah, like, they, 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 they were finding traces of of radioactivity just around Europe. And right, then they were like. Oh, by the way, this major thing happened. That's how they discovered it, is, um, I guess, like a nuclear reactor in Sweden started yeah. picking up uh, radioactivity in the air. And, you know, based on wind patterns and everything, they, had, they figured out it had to be coming from the Soviet Union. So that's that's how. They tried to really contain the news at first. Where is it? Ukraine? And it was, uh, yeah, it was in the Ukraine. And at first, it's just like a colossal mismanagement watching it happen when it when it goes down like really? when the when the accident first happens you know they bring out their their devices to measure how much radiation's in the air but the devices they have only go up you know whatever the scale they use is it only goes up to 3.6 and so they're saying oh it's 3.6 on the meter that's and like that, that's and like that, an x-ray it's fine right they're like oh that's just like getting a chest x-ray it's not a big deal and then they're like oh but the good meter is in the safe we need to go open the safe and get it and they get the the good meter out and it's like oh it's actually 10,000 god oh, no it melted the needle in that yeah, one it, we it, have to get another it burned out the first one yeah. they have to get another one i remember when uh, call of duty modern warfare came out i guess it was call of duty 4 and they had that chernobyl uh, mission where you're like fighting in the ruins or whatever like that and i got super interested and i haven't read about chernobyl since and i really want to go and read about it and see like the death toll and all that stuff, but I'm also interested in the way that they're presenting the information in mm -hmm. the show that I'm just like, I'm staying away from it until afterwards, because that show is just so fucking good, it's, and I forgot about like the, that crash thing that happens, I don't want to give any spoilers yeah, away. It's, it's so scary and uh, to watch scientists being ignored, you know, and just having the the people- the Bureaucracy. Right, just, a, bureau, a bureaucratic system just overriding and making decisions, and yep. the scientists being like, why did you do? Why did you decide this? Is it just like an arbitrary number you came up with? It is so but isn't that what's happening now with global warming? Right. Yeah, so it's a kind of allegory. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it's, like if for some reason when you mentioned global warming, you considered making a political statement. It's like it's nothing to do with politics. Right. It's just science. Uh, so it's I, just I, science. I think it's a really good time for this Chernobyl miniseries to be coming out because it's like we're kind of doing the same thing again right now. Yeah. It does seem like that's a defense now for things. It's like if you don't like it, just make it seem like it's a political thing. Like, you know, people trying to be healthy just say, oh, you know, health is a, you know, if you work in the sugar industry, be like, oh, that's a political thing. People trying to yeah. be healthy. They're just trying to make you, like, or, live a certain way. Yeah, there was that thing that, uh... uh jobs. They always that, go back to jobs for uh, everything. Was it, uh, uh AOC got, got kind of, people started making fun of her when she said that, you know... What is AOC? Uh, Alejandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, okay. That, uh, she... she, she she's wanted, got an acronym? Is that people, do people call her AOC? Right. Where have, you, yeah. where have you been? <laughs> I, know, I know I know her, but I didn't I didn't know this AOC thing. You yeah. you know her by her full name? Yeah. 
Fair play. She she started pushing initiatives to have clean water for you know for people everywhere. And then you know she gets attacked like, oh, this is some liberal initiative. And then her response is, why is this a politicized thing? Because she's liberal, right? It's like, don't you? Isn't that just like a basic humor? That's not like an elitist thing. It's like we should have clean water for our children. Isn't that just at a most basic level? Do you not want? <clears throat> clean water for everyone. Yeah, we're kind of fucked up, man. Yeah, we're just like, kind of fucked up. It's 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 bizarre. Did you see that Bill Nye video where he's like, you know, safety guy who's on? And he does like this whole thing where he sets the planet on fire. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was Bill Nye cussing about uh, how we're we're really dumb now, and it was really funny because it, his delivery is amazing, and you're just so used to Bill Nye being like, "Hey, he's the science guy. I watched him as a kid." You know, the tough part for me about those kinds of things is that everyone gets painted and has been going all the way back to the 80s and then even Al Gore when he did The Inconvenient Truth. It's like they get painted as alarmists, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and, you know, there's you should have a certain degree of skepticism for things that are hard to measure. But then it's like there's this tipping point of which, you know, most people believe in it, but there's these holdouts that really block progress or block the ability to remedy or work on something. And then... When we get to the point where we can't solve the problem, those people are just kind of gone. They're just like, oh, that was wrong. It's like, it's, uh, it, yeah. it's like Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of the same thing where it's like, we're going to do all this. It's going to work. Oh, it's not working. Who's accountable? Oh. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, or it's like any, any kind of progress of any kind. There's always people that block it. I always think about today when, you know, people are yelling and screaming about stuff. And I always think back to the photos of the civil rights movement in uh, the 50s in the U.S. or mm -hmm. Middle 60, of the century, yeah. yeah. And uh, I always think about the people who are, you know, there's black people sitting at the counter where they're not allowed to sit, and there's people that are right behind them, like screaming, right. pouring you know? milkshakes on their head, yeah, that kind of stuff. And it's like, it's like, what, what a, how, how ignorant of like the possibilities of history that person has to be in order to be in that moment. And they're like frozen in that moment forever, but you don't know who they are. You know what I mean? And if you know today, they'd be like, everything's fine. But it's like these are the people that block us and hold us back from things. Right. Like, can't really equate racism to climate change in particular. But goddamn, it's just like uh, you, you, sometimes you just got to like at some point go, OK, the evidence is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just feel so sick of having the whole planet steered by people who are going to be like 70 year old plus making these decisions. It's like you're not going to be around. Why mm -hmm. do we why do we listen to people so old about stuff about the future? Well, one of the arguments, too, is that, you know, we can't affect the earth raises the temperature and cools. But even if that's the case, if the Earth goes into a warming period naturally, that's still going to kill us. So yeah. anything that we can do to mitigate that would be a good it's thing. It's in our best interest. And the other right. thing I wonder is like, if we invest in these industries, you know, people say it's going to cost a lot of money and, uh, you know, people have to pay more for goods. Like, well, aren't we creating new jobs and stimulating and building a new type of economy? long-term thinking. Right. It's like, so we get to a point where the problem is the dude who works in the coal mine isn't going to go to work. Right, but you know that, we just need to acknowledge it, that that's not in CO two reclamation. That's not feasible. We're right. not going to have a coal industry in the future. Right. Well, that's easy to say when you don't work in the coal mine, which right. I get. I, I'm listen. I'm a big believer in what you're saying. I'm playing devil's advocate. But I, I'm just saying that the coal industry is already on a huge decline. That should already be not something that. So we still we still have it now. We still have people who work in coal mines. Is it Maybe clean? we shouldn't have future generations aiming to do that. Maybe we should be looking at what can we do for the next generation of people who would be doing that. What can they do instead? Right. One thing I think about with my kids, because they're going to grow up in a completely different world than I grew up in, um, especially got one on the way, that kid will grow up in a really different world, hmm. is in their lifetime, we could evolve as a society beyond jobs. I mean, we talk about 
automation and the danger to jobs. Everything is jobs, 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 danger mm -hmm. to jobs. It's like it's we can't even imagine a world where we don't have paid vocations. You right. know what I mean? But if the machines, there was somebody on, on Twitter, I wish I'd have saved it years ago. They said, how bad do we have to have fucked up if machines are about to take away all the jobs? And that's a bad thing. <laughs> and I agree with that. It's like we, we're just locked into this thing. And so when people like Elon Musk talk about universal service fund, everyone's reaction is, oh, so we're just going to give everybody a bunch of money. It's like you're, gonna, you're not going to have a choice. It's either going to be people who own the machines that do all the work and they have 99% of the money or you're going to have universal service fund where people just are given money and there's a standard of or, living that's provided to us by technology. Or do we get to a point eventually where we transcend the need for money? Right. Where things are just available to you. On some, like, well, if we have, like, printers, like, 3D printers will get us down that road. Right. But there's, there's, there's a point coming at some point in the future when we're going to evolve beyond, beyond jobs altogether. I saw. I, well, I think people will do things as endeavors. Speed new jobs. You think I mean, so? Like, when, when people say, like, these machines are going to take away all these jobs, it's like, take away current jobs. There'll still, there'll still be future jobs that don't exist I yet. I feel like that's we're, when the society is going to take a shift to, like, more art-based stuff, because, like, you're always going to need artists. We're already massively shifting to service. Hmm. Like, you look at stuff like DoorDash and Uber and things like that. Those are huge industries. They're service industry. Automation's about to get rid of those, too. Yeah. But why wouldn't the robots be able to do those jobs as well? Exactly. Writing scripts and stuff? Sure. That being hmm. said, though, Gus, we don't have a basis... Gavin's right. There could, would be new jobs created. We wouldn't be able to fathom what those jobs would be. Just like someone who was worked in agriculture right. if you in the back, 1700s couldn't imagine a computer scientist. Even looking back 50 years. Yeah. You know, people who lived and were working in the workforce at that time wouldn't be able to picture jobs that are available now. Right. I saw when I was in Singapore, speaking of automation, I saw a robot doing a job. And it was, it was really striking to me. It, it, it stopped me. I was uh, walking through the casino at Marina Bay Sands. And uh, there was like a <coughs> cylindrical metal object that was kind of moving around uh, in on, on the casino floor, like between slot machines and stuff. So I, I walked up to it. I was like, what the fuck is that thing? It was a robot that was filled with drinks. And uh, I guess like it had a path that it would go around the casino. And if you wanted a drink, there was a big red button on it. You hit it and it stopped for a few seconds. You just grab the drink you want off of it. Then it would go off again. That's R two D two on Java's sail barge thing, right? So it's like <laughs> that's fucking cool. Did, he, did you did you did you go like this, and then a lightsaber went? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like uh, like that's already I've already seen like that was the job. Like somebody theoretically would have been the like, waiter, uh, a waiter, or yeah. a waitress like coming around, a uh, cocktail waitress giving drinks to people at a casino floor. But it's like, oh no, there's a robot doing that now, got, and it doesn't have to take your order and go back. It's already carrying all the drink. It's carrying way more drinks than a human can carry at once. How big that is this place? Is crazy. Thing? Uh, what the the robot? Yeah, the robot. It was probably robot? just almost robot? as tall as me, and maybe two and a half feet in diameter. Oh, so it's a it's feet. a walking refrigerator, is what you're saying? But it, it, it wasn't like you opened a door. It just had drinks on the outside. I'll try to find a, a photo. That of sounds it. amazing. Would it like make a drink custom drink or no? It, okay. uh, it, all the drinks I think were made probably in the back, put on it, and then it was sent out. Right. I remember I was in a hotel. I think it was Yotel in New York or something like a while I hate ago. That hotel. <laughs> and Stupid, shitty, small hotel. Whoa! That's that cool. looks like a Star Wars <laughs> it really thing. Does. So those buttons on top of yeah, those that buttons you hit. It. The one I saw had red buttons. I guess I mean that was, it's it's the same thing. It means it was in kill mode. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> when it goes red, it's in kill mode with the eyes turn red. Well, so we're at the Yotel, and then they had this thing where it's like. 
You have, there's a slot, you put your suitcase in the slot, robot arm comes in, picks it up, puts it up on the shelf thing, and then it's just got rows and rows of luggage, and then you, gives you a tag, you leave, and you come back, you know, and then you give the tag, brings your luggage back, and I remember people just staring at this thing and taking video and pictures of it, it was this like really novel thing that in like five years time, people would be like, why, why did, why were they taking pictures of that? Like if I saw, in that moment I, I realized like, how uh how stupid yeah, I'm, that's I'm sure look. like conveyor belt food was the same way when it first yeah, came in. Like, what? They had automats. Was that a that's thing? exactly what I was thinking of? Yeah. Are we fucking ancient? <laughs> I, we are ancient. Well, that was before our time. Yeah. Automats were like cafeterias, but it was just walls with vaults. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you open a door and you'd have the thing. Like, oh, I want the meatloaf. So you go to the meatloaf door and put your coins in and then open that. It's like, they were a 50s thing, right? It's like if you went and to like the post office but and all the peel boxes had clear glass doors and you could put money into them for food. Yeah. Why like, did that go away? Yeah. On the other oh, side, isn't, isn't it just like a refrigerator or like a kitchen on we, the other end? We actually, we actually ate at an automat. Gav, I think you were there in Amsterdam. We had those croquettes. Do you remember that? Hard to remember. Sort of, actually. <laughs> yeah, and it was an automat, and I got excited because it was like, what the fuck, there's an automat in 2012. Oh, stimulated an old memory. Yeah. I don't think I've thought about that since I was in there. And that's, I think, where we got the croquettes, was in these little doors. Was that before or after we went to that place with the big machine that played that really loud song? I can't remember order of events in Amsterdam, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was Anne Frank, pancakes, and so, <laughs> somewhere in there is some croquettes and stuff like that. <laughs> So there's something neat about uh, Amsterdam. No <laughs> new ideas like like that, but just kind of it's been around for a while and it's kind of like old school. It's, it's almost like a uh, steampunk. Like I remember when I was in Japan, there's this thing where you go up, you enter in your coins, you type in what you want, and then it prints out a little ticket thing, and then you hand it to the the kitchen staff, mm -hmm. and then just that machine itself was like it looked super old, but it was also like a really revolutionary way of ordering food. I thought I don't that, know. that was the first meal I had in Japan. Was at a place like that, yeah. and I was so fucking confused because I walked in and like I sat down at the counter, and the one behind the counter is just like pointing behind me. Yeah, at the she's pointing at the machine. I'm like, I turn on like that thing. It just looks like a vending machine. I was like, okay. Yeah, and you just type it all in, coin, coin, coin. Do you think this would be a good business to start? Right, I buy a plane. It's a plane. What are the ones that they put out fires with? They like release all the liquid. Sure, but it's filled with sunscreen, <laughs> and you just go over the beaches. Mm -hmm. And make sure everyone's good. But you have to have a way to make sure the people on the beach paid for it. <laughs> you can have people mooching off your sunscreen. No, it's a public service thing because we have universal health care. Like reduces skin cancer. Not in America. Not in America. You're gonna make, not, you make your money. Not in the current America. <laughs> I don't think people would like that. <laughs> I don't think they would either. But, but walk around with one of those like, like sprayers, like you know the pump sprayers, <laughs> yeah. and just spray people. Or what if you had like a spray tan station, right? Dude, Where, like that goes and sprays you everywhere, just like with sunscreen instead. I uh, I remember years ago. I had read an article, and I talked about it on the podcast, about how the Great Barrier Reef was being affected by the amount of sunscreen that people are wearing mm -hmm. in the water. Mm. I had read that. And a lot of our Australian audience got very upset with me for saying that. Because A, Great Barrier Reef is a national treasure to them, but B, they have a huge sunscreen culture in Slip, Australia. Slip, slap, slap. Slip, slap, slap. And uh, that's always stuck with me. Like, and it, they were just like, no, fuck you. Like, mad, mad about it. And Australians are kind of, you know. Wait, so they're, they're saying it was wrong. Yeah, they said, I didn't know what I was talking about, and I shouldn't say stuff like that. So it I, didn't damage I the reef. I didn't know what I was talking about. And it's very clearly 
Then it came out. Yes, yeah, that's definitely what's happening. Right, and Hawaii in particular has banned now certain kinds of sunscreen. Hmm. Is it an ingredient? Like, can you still have sunscreen that doesn't include the yeah. damaging oh, stuff? Yes, I think so. I believe so. Okay. God, I, I, you know what? I I really feel like that with all these like lawsuits I'm reading about with uh, you know Bear, which makes Roundup. Uh, I keep reading about all these lawsuits of you know billions of dollars that are being awarded to individuals because they can show they got cancer from using these products, and it's just like. We just don't know sometimes, like, mm-hmm. the effect something's going to have long term. It's like, oh, shit. I think about that every single time I buy a container to drink out of. Mm. It's like, do I get a metal container? Do I get a plastic container? What the fuck do I get Glass? that I can just yeah. drink out of? And it hasn't been coated with, like, some kind of, like, cyanide Teflon. I use this this Nalgene because they're, like, BPA-free and stuff like that. And They I use something like, else, though. I know. It's it's bullshit, and I'm probably going to die from this thing. So I had a, a friend who was ADing on one of her shoots, and she always brought utensils to, to the set. You know, she never wanted to use plastic, and she would drink out of a glass mason jar. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. So I bought a lid for my mason jar, and that was, like, my thing for, like, two weeks. I was carrying around a glass mason jar. Yeah. Go on a date. Go up, meet her. 90 seconds in, it's like, okay, we're going to go to the gym. You need to sign this waiver and stuff like that. And as I'm, like, sitting there talking to her, the fucking mason jar slips out of my hand, like, out of the lid thing and just shatters on the gym floor. And it's like, I'll I'll take the cancer. I'm just going to drink it in the BPA whatever bottle. <laughs> it's less embarrassing long term to get the cancer, oh, whatever I, it is. Because I almost died in that moment from embarrassment. It was awful. So you're on a date? In a gym, At right? A gym? Yeah, it was, it's a climbing gym. It's a, it's oh. a really good date. It's it's yeah. All I also right. like to do activity based things for my dates. So right, because you get to wear like, make them sweat tank top, and you're like, yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> oh, this one up. No big deal. I'm coming down. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, you want to go out this weekend? I got to move an anvil. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Let me read this thing over here. Uh, I remind everyone, this episode of Receive Podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh. <laughs> have a recipe rut? <laughs> Cooking the same meals day after day? You know there are a ton of options out there, but where do you start? HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. You get seasonal, simple recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door every week. It's great. comes in a box. And every meal is separated into its own individual little uh, sack with everything for that specific meal in there. Easy to keep it all organized. Don't lose anything. Instructions are super easy. No meal awesome. prep. Uh, with HelloFresh, cooking <clears throat> is enjoyable and easy. You can enjoy fun menu features with 20-minute meals, one-pot wonders, and more. All meals come together in 30 minutes max. Uh, call for less than two pots and pans and require minimal cleanup, which is awesome. Uh, and you can get out of that recipe rut and start cooking outside your comfort zone by discovering new delicious recipes. So spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping so you can get that time back to do more of what you love. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com RTP80. Enter RTP80. It's like receiving eight meals for free. So get $80 off your first month. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RTP80 and enter RTP80. Thank you, HelloFresh, for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. 80 bucks, man. 80 bucks off. Eight meals. Nice. You should do it. Um, so I, I, we hadn't talked about this. this. This came out like a couple of weeks ago now. But uh, Disney outlined their timeline for the next three Star Wars films and the next three Avatar films. Really bad timing on that. Why do you, why do you say that? Uh... I, everybody's very divided on the Game of Thrones season finale and just like the end of the last season and stuff like that. So, and that's the Benioff and whatever the other, Weiss or... Weiss, yeah. Yeah. Weiss and, uh, guys that are going to be but, doing that. I mean, I, I think that's, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. Did, did people not love 
the first All seven, seven seasons, seasons or every everything else that was produced from it? Same boat completely. Playing I'm, I'm very advocate. excited about it. The argument there is they had source material source material from which to work. For the first three seasons. Well, a lot of people are saying seven and eight they didn't like. I mean, the theory is that they're going to be doing Old Republic for theirs, mm -hmm. their trilogy. So um, if that's the case, then they still have source material to work off Do of. they just hate having free time? It's a good question. I think they just love money. It's also well. That's the other thing too. How it's much like do you they, need? they've made a ton of money. How from much Game do you damn need? They're gonna be busy, you know, decades from this. I mean, this, they're the, artists. The so outrage over Game of Thrones, really, from a business uh, standpoint, the outrage meant absolutely nothing. The finale for Game of Thrones got 19.3 million viewers. 19.3 million. That is in this day and age to get somebody to watch a television show. 19 to almost 20 million people to watch television show is almost impossible and that's a subscription right service. that's not even just a network yeah. yeah like you can't get I, I wanted like to know what the numbers in the big bang finale were because that's been the number one show for fucking ever that kind of went out like fucking cares I didn't even know that ended hated thing yeah it's over I think it ended on Sunday as well didn't yeah it? and it was like people were surprised at what little fanfare this show got but I don't know who watches that show it's really weird that's a weird show because every time we go into a meeting uh, 18, a, 18 million watch Big Bang Theory for the finale, right? And that's just on CBS CBS. Yeah mm -hmm. uh, Which is free. That's a free channel. Yeah, you know um, it, In even you know even if you pay for cable you still have to pay extra to get HBO and 19.3 million watch this series finale for the series that as Blaine pointed out very divided opinions over the quality mm -hmm. of the series now, but people still watched it to the tune of 19.3 million also, people. Also, very different approaches. Game of Thrones, you can't just like jump in season four or five and start watching it. But Big Bang Theory, standard sitcom, you could watch it, jump in and out anytime. I guess, yeah. I don't know well, anything about the show. Wanna... That's a, I was going to say, that show has a weird place for us because every time we go into a meeting, in like a television network meeting, when we go to L.A., it always comes up. They're like, oh, you guys are from the internet. You must love Big Bang Theory. It's like, no, no. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's like saying if anything that's about like your culture or what you do for a living, like if you're a locksmith and you see somebody pick a lock in a movie, you're like, fuck this. It's, like, it's, always, it's always just like completely wrong. It's that uncanny valley, you know? I got a guy we used to work for who was a rodeo cowboy. He couldn't watch westerns. Because like they they in the first two minutes they would pull out a saddle and he goes that's not the saddle they had back then you know and it's just like and it ruins it for him it takes him completely out of it you, you know brought up an interesting point now I'm curious what movies uh, people that are proficient in whatever that movie is about enjoy I feel like Interstellar would be a good example because like Neil deGrasse Tyson was just like ah oh, Interstellar you know like I'm <laughs> what do you mean he hated that movie Neil he, deGrasse Tyson he bashed the shit out of it oh. I thought he was like tweeting about how great it was. Like I remember his like stream of consciousness tweets. He was like, and there's like a fucking fist yeah. Didn't fight they do like a bunch of really accurate simulations of what a black hole would look like? Wasn't it like actually yeah. oh, very accurate? Sorry, yeah. sorry, I got mixed up. You're right. I, I was thinking gravity. He bashed oh, gravity. Yeah, gravity. Oh, yeah, he yeah, got right. he got hell for bashing yeah, gravity. Yeah. Sorry, my mistake. No, no, yeah. 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 Also uh, but I'm the curious. Titanic because the stars were in the wrong place. Oh yeah, but What's then that? James Cameron changed it for him. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but yeah, I think you're right that they did a lot of. Advanced modeling of the black hole to display it and then it ended up being actually kind of correct well, when, yeah, that, when that photo of the black hole came out it was yeah. like, Oh, yeah. and then you told me about that Veritasium video where he was explaining that was an awesome it's video a by Great the way. video and then they then then he's like this is this here and he's like peeling up the back He's like you're actually seeing like this way around it and then they show the picture of the real black hole And then from interstellar and it's like they nailed it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Nailed yeah, it. No and idea the way it moved and the way the light and the stars around it would move It's like damn how did they 
simulate it so accurately. Sure, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they had an idea, you know? The render time must have been insane. You know, probably. Have you guys no. seen an Endgame on IMAX? No. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna go back and watch Endgame again. I'm gonna go to IMAX. When are you gonna go? I'm gonna go. Uh, like, probably next week. The last time I went to IMAX was in Stella when we were down the front. <laughs> See, that's why I'm waiting to go, because IMAX is the only- th- we only have one IMAX theater in Austin. Real IMAX. Yeah. And, uh, it's not assigned seating. So you have to show up, like, two and a half hours early to get a half week seat. I fucking hate going there for that. That's why I wait, like, four or five think, weeks. If there's a movie I want to see in IMAX, I just wait. I last think the last time I saw a movie there might have been Avatar. And not to make myself sound even older than I usually do. Now you can do that. You can wait until the fifth week because it's not a physical print, so it doesn't degrade. Right. Like, you before, you if you didn't go see a movie in the first few weeks, by the time you went to see it, it might have been spliced because the film broke, wow. or it would just degrade. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. it'd be fucked up. I'm like, oh, yeah. They didn't get multiple copies? But the they prints, run them so much. Prints were a lot. That was a big portion of the cost of movies, period. Prints and advertising, P&A, used to be the thing. But don't now you buy just, just a license to, to use the print? You're, you're actually physically paying for the print. Like, surely if it runs out, you can just massive. get another one. They were massive. Well, there's several reels, most of them, like, aren't they? We, uh, I think it's okay to say this. I'll just say I know somebody who ran a movie theater, and one time they were showing a special movie, and they ran the film, because it was an old classic film, but they sold out tickets, so they put it in another theater, and the way they did it was they started the reel in here, and then when it reeled through, they grabbed it, and they walked it across the hallway, to the other and then reeled it into the next no. projector. Yeah. So the movie was just going through the hallway between screens. Right, and then <laughs> oh it, was, it was a little bit ahead in this theater, like probably like a minute or two ahead, yeah. than it was in the other theater. <laughs> like they routed it down the hallway. Yeah. You gotta make sure you, make sure you have signs that nobody fucking walks <laughs> yeah, into the yeah. reel while That's it's sorry. running. <laughs> Dude, also, I don't know if it's still the case, but man, that was the fucking job. When you, when I was in high school, if you could get a job as a projectionist, it was like 18 bucks an hour. And that was crazy in the 90s, like to get 18 bucks an hour. And there were people I knew that were projectionists. It was like a sweet gig. Plus you get to see every movie. A little bit, but then you got to watch. I had a friend who did it and he's like, you got to look at it every now and then. You got to like check in on every movie. And sometimes you run like eight theaters, you know, and you got to like go and look. I never understood how they changed the reels without a, a gap. Uh, they switch over. So there's a whole. There's a overlap. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, in there, there's like a mark in one of the corners. I learned this from Fight Club, so I don't even yeah, fucking know it. if it's right. And then that's the the cue to. They're called cigarette burns. Yeah. And there was two of them. So when you're getting to the end of the reel, you'd see a cigarette burn. It's called a little circle in the corner, top right, I think. Uh, and that would go real quickly. You go by, and then it would go. Usually they would cut at the end of a scene, and they just let the tail run. Uh, when they were shooting the scene, they would have it be they would leave the edit much longer And so the projections could switch over to the other reel and have some ability to like, you know Time cool. that. Yeah. yeah Be funny if the, the actors just stopped the scene and then just looked at the camera just just like, the dead on. <laughs> It's also like ev- everyone goes nuts about coffee cups and water bottles mm. in Game of Thrones There's like so much stuff in old movies. that's like so bad like like I didn't know this, but there was also a Game of Thrones that was in the Battle of Hardhome, I think. There's a pickup truck in it. No, that's 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 not in the episode. It's not? No. That oh, was in a make that was in a making of uh, Oh really? Okay. Like a little segment. But like there's stuff all the time in movies that because it was on a 40-foot screen going by and there was no ability to pause and go frame by frame, they just left shit in movies all the time. It was like no one's gonna I, see this. I see this shit all the time now. It's well not all the time. I see it in some shows in the transition from standard def to high def. 
where they've gone from a 4-3 to a 16 by 9 aspect oh, ratio, they, they you'll just it? see shit like, oh, the, there's, there's the foil boom. on the corners here. Like, they put yep. foil around the lens, and you couldn't see it in a 4-3 when it was matted out, but now it's like, oh, yep, it's everywhere here. The C-stand, uh, you know, right. yeah. boom operator. You see that in, in like, because I fall asleep watching Friends a lot, but you can see where there was, like, a stand-in, and they would have been mostly cut off by the 4 by 3 But you can see it now, and it's, like, clearly just someone else. Like, <laughs> some <laughs> other person is now, instead of Courtney Cox. It's funny. Yeah, we were watching John Wick 2 last night, Ashley and I, and I was very, for some reason, I was very conscious of the stunt doubles, because there's a shitload of them, you know, for, like, ma major throws <clears throat> and things like that. And I could see, like, the cuts where it's, like, they got, like, a steady shot on Keanu Reeves, like, fighting three dudes, but then somebody grabs Keanu Reeves and throws him, and then it's, like, all of a sudden a quick, tight close-up, and then back to the wide shot. It's like, yeah, that's not Keanu Reeves. It's probably. just such high scrutiny now that you never used to have. Like, yeah. if, you, if you go back and watch Doctor No, the first Bond movie... I feel like there's just blatant editing mistakes all over that movie. There's like missing frames where they because it was fine. Where they've clearly yeah. like done two takes and they didn't even cut to anything else. Just separate <laughs> take. In the middle. Yeah. It's yeah. just like a hard jump, and the woman's like, and it's like yeah. doing it again. It's like you just gonna leave that. Yeah. It's a movie, but they just did. Well, because you were in the movie theater. Honestly, like going back to the you know the deterioration of Prince movies would be like that because they'd have to like the frame the frames would get melted so they just put them together you were very used to seeing things jump around more and yeah. probably more so right. back in the early days and how film. else were we going to watch it you going to watch it once in the theater and right. that was that was it, that was it. you, you weren't going to watch it again on cable you weren't going to own it on home video like if you saw game of thrones we all watched episode whatever and then somebody came into work and they said go did you see the coffee cup and you're like what coffee cup <laughs> and it's oh it was in the scene with Daenerys with John when they were at the feast. There's a coffee cup there, and it's like, no, I didn't see that. When you show someone a picture of it, they're like, oh, that's ridiculous. Nobody fucking saw it. I did. I one, did not see that. one person. <laughs> I, in, I didn't see. Nineteen shit. million saw it. Put it on social media, and everyone's like, that's ridiculous. It's like it's really not that ridiculous. Dude, I mean, care about who's looking at these actors' feet in like the final scene of Is Game it, of Thrones? Like, <laughs> no, who's? What, what, don't be bored. Well, what I heard was also the water bottle was probably also from a behind-the-scenes production still. Oh, okay. That it, it might not have actually been in the actual episode. I well, thought people were pulling frames from the episode. I thought uh, they were. That, that, Who they, cares? Said, they said the same thing with Jamie Lannister's non-gold hand. Oh, really? That was also from uh, and the like a truck. BTS thing. Yeah. Right? Was like people said he forgot to put his hand on. Right. That they didn't CGI it on. I'm actually surprised when they put stuff out that's unfinished like that. If you go watch Infinity War, Endgame's not out on DVD yet, or in home video, I should say. Uh, Infinity War, they put unfinished scenes in, and it's like, ugh, don't do oh. that. Like, I, Thanos is, like, 90% rendered. He uh, looks like he should I, be in a Doom video game. Like a deleted scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I was placing the yeah, Freddie Wong uh, tweeted something the other day, uh, this video about how in Endgame, they didn't know how they wanted the Avengers... Can, are Endgame spoilers okay? What yeah. Happened? I think we're past that point. I think they actually Marvel put okay. Spider-Man Homecoming they, to, or right. Far From Home trailer release was they, the day that... It, they said that uh, they up. weren't sure how they wanted the Avengers time travel suits to look. So those are not real suits in the movie. Those are all CGI'd on. Crazy. Fucking insane. That the actors were, like, th those suits do not physically exist. I mean, why wear anything then? The, why not just wear that the whole movie? I think what they said was they, when they filmed it, I have to go back and rewatch. Probably it. just when they filmed original it, suits. all the characters were, were wearing just their normal whatever suits, and that they decided they wanted something more cohesive, so they CGI those suits onto them. There is one shot. It's um, Hawkeye walking after he's just made the first jump, and you see his shoes. That's the only shot that I recognize that that was a fake suit. The rest of them, I was like, yeah, those are those are practical suits. Those are they're really wearing those. Mm -hmm. No, it's incredible. But it's so weird too. We're seeing this, and we're talking about this movie today. 
10 years from now, you'll watch that and go, how did we ever fall for this? Yeah. And I thought about that watching John Wick 2 last night, which John Wick is now, what, what, 2 is? Three's coming out in the theater. But it's two or three years old, John Wick 2 at this oh, point? Oh, yeah. already out. No, yeah, three yeah. is already out. Uh, which is why we were watching, because we would like to see it sometime this week if we can. Uh, most of the gunshots in that are CG, and the, the bullet splatter. hits and the blood and all that. And it's like, I'm kind of like, yeah, I can kind of see it now. Yeah. But in like five or six years, I'll be like, what the fuck? How did we watch this? It'd be like, like Dr. No, like the, 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 the actor was totally in a different position, yeah. like the same kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, we fell for that? So it's just, it's you can't watch things in the context in which they came out. I think it was in Expendables where they really started messing with like fake blood splatter and muzzle flashes and stuff like that. I'm sure there's other movies before that that did it, but that, Expendables is the one that's like the most egregious. I just like, love like the old stuff where they'd have like some dude with like a pressurized tube like coming out of yeah. his back of his yeah. head. Did you ever see Sons of Anarchy? No. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. I watched a few seasons. They have some of the shittiest blood effects really? I've ever seen in, in any media. Hmm. So, so bad. Like the wrong color sometimes, like not affected at all by the light of the scene. Hmm. Mental. It's crazy. Watch the Hulk in Endgame versus the Hulk in The Incredible Hulk at the beginning of the MCU. Because it was Iron Man and then the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk, which was the second movie in the MCU. Fucking night and day, dude. Second night chronologically or when it came out? When uh, it came out it's before. when it came out, I believe. Yeah, because then after that it was... It was yeah. Incredible uh, Hulk did not Thor? kick off the MCU. I think it was Thor after that. Yeah, and then Captain America. Yeah, and the Ang Lee ones are not counted as that. Right. Boy, that, that Ang Lee one was dog shit. I remember wearing... <laughs> I had a... Eric I, Bana? Yeah, yeah, which I like Eric Bana. Yeah. That probably sunk his career for a few years, but like, I remember wearing... I was wearing a Hulk shirt to that movie, and like... I I'm at, I'm at, I was at that age where like any movie was great because I was just a kid and I had no like taste and I was just like yeah this is fine uh, and I remember leaving that theater and being like that was dog shit and just want to like <laughs> rip off my shirt because it's so fucking terrible. I'm glad to hear you say that because you're a Star Wars fan mm -hmm. and like there's all, there was all this hate for the prequels and I'm not a fan of the prequels but I appreciate that like kids going into it they they love it. Like, I Andy Blatchard, all those movies. people who grew up watching it it's like they got to see the Star Wars universe through kids' eyes you know yeah and we were the same way honestly I was so jaded that. I've never liked Return of the Jedi because I fucking hated the Ewoks. Yeah. <laughs> I've never, like, it, to me, no offense, because it's a beloved franchise for you, to me, that's uh, eight uh, eight movie franchise, mm -hmm. and there's, like, two good movies to me. You know, like, two, like, amazing movies. Star Wars, you hope, and then Empire Strikes Back are great. But there is something in Star Wars that Matt pointed out to me that came oh, up again God. on Twitter today. Oh, God, what was it? Uh, he ruined Darth Vader for me. Is it the... the it's because when he first goes up to meet Leia, very first scene... When he walks in and they just left it in, you can watch the edit and think you could have cut just like four frames and gotten rid of this. But Darth Vader walks up and he's all imposing, and then he just stops and goes, "Frump," and he's like hands on his hips like Steve this, yeah. and he like does this total like hunch like that, and it's just it kills it for me. I feel That's like David Prowse didn't understand the character at all. Oh, they they say that he didn't. He was like doing the. Uh, you know, accent in the lines, and they were just like, this is awful. Like, people on set for that movie were probably just like, this is dog shit. Oh, yes, right, and prompt. <laughs> you could easily cut that off. The last oh. time I watched episode four, I was just like, god damn it, Bernie. Like, you, you, because yeah, I was just like looking for it. It's not and me, like, it's Hollem. Hollem ruined it for me. I just had to pass it along. Also, originally, I feel like they fixed it in the years since, but like, Darth Vader's eye holes were red. You could see through them. And you could see from certain yeah, angles. From, like, I, thought that was, I thought that was cool. I looked off. It didn't look like you could see a man in there. In the tie in the tie scene, you can pretty you can see it pretty clearly. Oh, but right. again, this is home video HD. Yeah. You would never have been able to see those details. I never understood why they didn't touch is the is that gonna be him breathing? This is rebreather, yeah. But yeah. why how can he do it if he's talking? 
they don't time it for when he's not talking. He's always like talking and he's going it at the same time. Be the machine that's operating. I don't know. It might be because it's a movie. If I had to guess. Well, I mean, if I'm taking a stab at the dark here. Ooh, yeah, while we're talking about Star Wars. Spaceman movie. I bought this jacket <laughs> at a military surplus store, and then I bought patches at a convention, and then I ironed them on and suit and reinforced them. With, you know, nice. Pretty proud Good of it. Good job. How'd you reinforce me? Like, did you get out the needle and it was, thread? It was just Iron Curtis. Here we go. <laughs> not an excuse. Oh to my take god. It out. <laughs> needle point. You did that? A craftsmanship. I'm impressed. For the camera. I'm impressed. The one with the red light, dude. Oh, that one. How long have you been doing this? Yeah, yeah, look at that. Wow, Blaine. Wow. Listen, I don't do this shit that often. No, that's impressive. No. After Game of Thrones, I was there just like, and I didn't know how to use a thimble, so I was just like pricking myself constantly. Is it hard to sew with such big biceps? Just like, and you have to be so small movements? I did break a needle, but. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. I'm not gonna do cosplay or anything like that. I, I I would pay money to watch Blaine thread a needle with the red. That would just be like that I'm would be fucking that dying. Would be, <laughs> I was just like fucking god, <laughs> like the Hulk trying it's to do like such a delicate thing. Something I don't associate with Blaine at all. I had to get a. I had this like micro. Oh god, what is it called? Magnifying glass with a light in it because I started getting <laughs> into model painting. Well, you have thick glasses too, if I may. Yeah. I mean, we've seen you in the glasses on camera before. Your eyesight's terrible. Yeah. You have like this. You have those glasses, I say, like when he wears them, you can see the back of his head. He's got like fourth dimension glasses. But Blaine's white tank top does make me think about this. Could anybody else play Wolverine? Or Iron Man in the future at this point, it's, do you think? I mean, we're we're gonna have to reach that point. You think so? Someone's gonna do it. The multiverse. Mm -hmm. Someone else will come in and play? Mm -hmm. You don't think Hugh Jackman will come in and it's, play? I doubt it, and it's gotta be, in my opinion, I feel like it's gotta be a no-name. The Batman casting is just like further proof, because people, actors, are gonna bring all these pre-existing emotions, and people are gonna freak out about them. I'm, that's, I'm, that's, I'm, I'm gonna throw out, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing with Robert Pattinson. Not a no-name, but person who's not well-known in acting circles? Should be considered for the role of Wolverine, Jeremy Dooley. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Jeremy Dooley Squat. is is he's got the same build and stature of Wolverine from the comics, and I think you got to go more faithful to the comics, you know, because I think Jackman's like six two, and yeah. what the fuck with that guy, dude? A monster. It, it is crazy though. It does show how hard it is to obtain the ideal male form because it took like Jackman. Ten years, like you look at the first Wolverine. It took multiple movies. Yeah, it took it took a long time yeah. for him to get to that level of like, what's the one where he's in the hotel room and he Days just looks. Past. Yeah, he looks fucking ridiculous. I dude. think he said that he dehydrates himself right before he films. He's those, totally those vascular. So you can wine. see every goddamn vein in his body, and then as soon as they're calling cut, he's just like, oh, and they're like, get him an IV. You know, like <laughs> the dude's just on the brink of death because he's just so. Yeah. Yeah. No water. Like zero water. For no like water. a day or two, right? Oh yeah. He just like like I said. Well, when we were oh pee. shit, look at the difference. Whoo. Yeah. yeah. He, he yeah. pisses slime. I I hate to say it. I'm probably more jacked than original Wolverine, but I don't think I can ever get. Why do you hate to say it? Because well, it makes me sound like a douchebag. Well, Blaine, look at all that water you're drinking. There's your problem. <gasps> don't drink that. You'll look like a <gasps> Wolverine. Sorry. Blaine, you are easily put that back up again. You are easily more in shape than than the original Wolverine. Easily. Yeah. But that's that on the right, that's like that's, whoa. I don't know how. 
I don't know how. I mean, look at the like the bicep vein. Like I have that, but I don't have it going up my fucking shoulder into my neck and then down my <laughs> forearm. Like holy shit! Do they punch that stuff up? Do you think with CG? Is that like a thing they do? I mean, they did for like three hundred. Oh, did they? Yeah, a I lot was, of. That I always assumed that they kind of punched on... him up a little bit in Guardians too. Like there's only the one shot where Who? Chris Pratt is shirtless. Oh. But he's fucking. I mean, a you lot know what? Instagram, yeah. if you if you uh, modify structure on the photo, it kind of like beefs up all the edges. I wonder if they do stuff like that. I don't know about that. Wait, what does structure do? I've always mistaken that for sharpen. It's kind of similar to sharpen, but it, it kind of like it, it, like if you have bad skin, it like extra brings that out. I don't know. I don't know what it actually does. Yeah, it's like a contrast. It like, it sounds all, like. all like slight differences in in tone. I think it like makes the difference bigger. Mm. Okay, from what I can see. How long have you been working out, Gav? It's been a year. Um, working this Red Bull for a bit. <laughs> Who do you think has been to the gym less in their life? You, Gus, or you, Gavin? Well, how can you go less than none? You've never been. To a gym? Yeah. No. Really? Uh, well, I went to places that had gyms, but I would do other stuff there. Like run on the treadmill or do that steering machine? No. Like, play tennis or something. Oh, uh, I got you. Okay. I think I'm in the same boat. But really? tennis. Yeah. Like, never like... You ever bench pressed? No. Really? Bench yes. pressed? You ever bench pressed? Like a bar? Or dumbbells? No. Huh. That's fascinating. What about push up? You have to have done push ups. Well, yeah, like in school, like when you right. do like physical so you do education and stuff. Yeah, yeah. done stuff that doesn't involve equipment. Yeah. Interesting. Bicep curl? Like just like I, as I, a, as I picked a, up an Xbox controller. I got I got some chicken wings. <laughs> really? Just never. That's interesting. That's fascinating to me. Okay. How do you think you achieve this peak male body? Is it by doing what did you call them? Rep curls? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> uh, here, let me read this thing. Uh, uh, listen up. RTX Austin 2019 will be here sooner than you think. I better start working out. Uh, will you be there? Weekend passes are available right now at rtxaustin.com. And we can't wait to see all your beautiful faces July 5th to 7th at the Austin Convention Center for the greatest animation, gaming, and comedy event oh, in the, the world. Oh, the animation festival is so dope this year. Yeah, it's great. There's a lot of really cool things to look forward to. Uh, you know, we'll all be yes. there. <laughs> We got stuff planned. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff planned. If you're out. first member, we got a really cool first night going on. First night's always uh, a fun thing. Uh, so uh, make sure you head over to rtxevent.com right now. Pick up your weekend passes for you and your friends. You can use promo code RTPOD15 for 15% off uh, weekend badges. That code is just for listeners of this podcast. Uh, so use it. Come and see us. Come hang out with us in the greatest community on the planet, July 5th to 7th here in Austin at RTX Austin. You can see this podcast. On the spot, always open, off-topic live. Uh, we have guests like <laughs> Troy Baker and Nolan North from Retro Replay, Jessica Negri, Phil DeFranco, more. Uh, it's rtxevent.com for more info and to get your weekend badges. Do not miss it. Go now and see us this summer. I feel like I used to get a, a quite natural workout because I used to just lift fruit and veg all day in a supermarket. All right. And now sometimes I'd stack like three ifcos of bananas and like... That was pretty heavy. I had to move. I built a garden for Ashley, and I just had to move like bag after bag of fucking dirt. It was either that or like have somebody deliver a Did big pile house? of dirt and then wheelbarrow it to where we needed. So I just went to Home Depot. Probably paid a little bit more, but bought them in individual bags, like twenty-eight cubic feet of dirt. And then I just feel like, like that's what you were doing when when uh, you let us film in your pool. Like we were like filming downfall into your pool in slow mo. In Buda. No, this is like recently though. You were like moving shit around like oh. bags of bags of uh, yeah. That's mulch. You got a mulch in Texas. You get <laughs> it was just funny. Yeah, it's funny that we were like both working but in different ways. Yeah, I love that backyard. That was a good backyard. It was great. Good pool. Yeah. The uh, I was gonna say 
in regards to RTX. Uh, doing a, I'm doing a one-on-one sit-down with Phil DeFranco, which yeah. is going to be awesome. I'm re- really, really looking forward to that. Yeah. So, it's, so it'll be a fun conversation. Guy I respect a lot. One-on-one? One-on-one. So that means you won't forget to announce him? I mean, well, listen, dude. <laughs> We don't have to bring that up every time. I'm sure that will come up during this thing as well. I'm sure it will. It was God really funny. Damn it. God it was damn so it. funny. I fucked up at VidCon and forgot to introduce Phil at a thing. And it, it was, was like, everyone, everyone thought it was a bit, and I was so mortified that I fr- I couldn't play it off. Like, oh. I was just... We were all, like, sat around the table ready to play MDB, and then Bernie's like, all right, the rules of MDB, and we were just all looking at each other like... But nobody said anything! <laughs> nobody we said anything! We didn't know if you were doing a bit. Right. We don't want to ruin the bit. And eventually we were all just like... What about Phil? <laughs> <laughs> fucking and then you're idiot. Like, I'm an idiot. Oh, I'm such an idiot. I hope we pull. Uh, do, I hope there's footage of that and we pull it for use of that one-on-one. Uh, part so of Phil's it intro. really is embarrassing. It is just like Bernie's right in the face right now. He handled it very well. I think. I think. Thing that I thought was, oh, dude. Uh, I normally don't use the word cringe because I, I associate it with myself. Like if something is embarrassing, because I always yeah. find embarrassment to be the easiest emotion to recall mm. like if, if I got really embarrassed by something and I think about the moment I can feel the same embarrassment yeah. it's most a vivid feeling yeah right it's and like other nostalgia, uh, other emotion probably because it's like the most invented in your own head yeah. embarrassment is like not a real emotion huh. like monkeys don't get embarrassed right but they can be happy or they can be sad I think they can can they be embarrassed I mean there's that one societal where the, thing where the chimp like starts like beating his chest and then he like falls over and then he like runs away and hides behind his mom oh really so yeah <laughs> this is the cute show ever. but uh there was something that came up that I was just like I very rarely use the word cringe in regards to anybody else because I hate that I hate that like <laughs> that cringe criticism that people use because it became like this default for a while seems like now the default criticism is rushed Mm-hmm. I keep mm-hmm. hearing rush. Oh, it's too rushed. And it's just like, what, what the fuck does that mean? It's just like, it's, you know, it's like just this general catch-all that people use for when they don't like a piece of content. But I had this thing in association with the people who are all saying rushed. The guy that created the petition uh, to remake Game of Thrones Season 8. Oh, God. And now 800,000 people have signed up for it. Totally irrelevant because 19.5 million people or whatever watched the finale. Right. But... That's the kind of thing that the press reports on, like, oh, 800,000 people have signed this petition, and then everyone who's associated with the show has to read these fucking headlines about this petition. How many that of is them voted? Utterly, exactly. You, utterly, you, utterly meaningless. Has no impact. The, it's just the name aggressive. of the campaign? Yes. Remake Game of Thrones Season 8 with competent writers. Wow. Like, what a, what a fuck you. So, Damn. he posted, there's a subreddit called Free Folk, which is yeah. like the alternative subreddit for both Game of Thrones and A Song of Ice and Fire. And the free folk are the people who I guess have hated the show all along, or I'm not sure what it is. They all, everyone, there's all different groups that hate the show for different reasons. But this guy was on there saying, I'm starting to feel bad. That was his thing. It's like, I can read you the post. It's, I can paraphrase it here, but he was like, I'm starting to feel bad. And I mean, he couldn't write it. Is he I, saying that he would write it better? Well, he was saying that like now cast members are starting to come out and say, that they're very upset about the petition. It's very disrespectful mm-hmm. to a group of artists that worked on this thing that people enjoyed for a decade, you know, and it's horrible. It's like, and I feel bad. And it was like, it was like, well, what, what dude? What, what did you expect? expect? Right. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Like, he's even doing this thing where he's like, look, and I can prove it's me that I made it. And he's holding a little post note with his username and all that stuff. And it's like, you're just, you know, trying to cull all this karma or right. whatever you want to call it or notoriety yeah. on the backs of other people in this criticism. So it's like, yeah, you're 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 like them now. You're in the public eye and you're gonna catch shit for this. And then he made this post. It was only like two down, too, uh, where 
somebody's saying, no, nah, man, don't worry about it. He goes, and he, this is really completely unaware, self-unaware. This guy wrote, oh, don't worry, man. Anytime you do something big, there's going to be criticism. Just shrug it off. It's like, dude, you guys, this is literally, literally <laughs> what it is. Circle. I, I got to read this guy's post. Hold oh, on a second. God. I got to read this post. I saved it. <laughs> so, let me see if I can post it up. I'll just read you directly what <laughs> he wrote in response to that. And I was just like, oh, hold on. It's saved. Here we go. I'll oh, be there in two it. seconds. How you doing, Gus? I'm good. Did you report anybody to the I, IRS I, for I, selling tacos? I got so, I got something to talk. Wally looks that up. Uh, I don't know if you guys care. Uh, you're the man now. Dog.com. Yeah, YTMD. Away. It's gone. It expired? No. I think what they said they had a, a a posting on their website that said they they suffered a catastrophic failure and it's gone. So like they said, if you want to see it, to go to archive.org. Dude, well, why didn't they just rebuild it from that? It says we're working on restoring an archive. Uh, there it is. I'm doing maintenance no. and update. So the man now, dog. That yes. was like my high school sense of humor. It was like one was of the creative by a team. One of the memes. first, like, yeah, memes I can think of. Yeah, it was usually just like an image and a looping right sound. That's like how I like mosaic all over the screen or a gif. Found out about like Jean Claude Van Damme. They always did like awesome Jean Claude yeah. gif video so it's things. Sad to see that it's gone. Anyway, yeah. that's just a, a quick thing. You got it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he, I'll read you just like paraphrase his post. I tried explaining. Uh, I, I'm feeling bad. I'm the author of the petition. Here's proof from a few days ago linked to something. I have, I've been keeping up with a number of the articles about this petition. The people of our free folk have been great. Most of the comments in the petition have been <coughs> supportive of me, but lately I have seen more and more articles about the actors or other writers. Stephen King, for example, he's calling out myself and the signers in a very negative light. Oh, no. uh, he goes on to say, I obviously love the characters and several of the actors. It's not about that. I tried explaining to them in an update that I didn't blame the cast or the film crew or the other hands that worked on the show, just the writers. But, so he might have updated the title to call out the writers specifically. That might okay, have been an maybe. update. But so few of these people seem to have seen my update. <laughs> the journalists do what they do best and cherry pick the most controversial parts. And that's all the oh, cast. My. That's oh, no. all the cast sees. And then oh, this was the part that really drove me nuts. This is like three or four comments down at this point. Guy wrote, ah, there's always going to be people who criticize. Just know that we, the free folks, support you. It's like completely unaware that yeah. like th that's what they're saying. He responds, thank you. I'm 30 years old, and this is going to sound super childish, but I wouldn't want these people, meaning the cast members, to refuse my friendship were it offered due to Whoa. this petition. It's like, yeah. it's like what level of, Ugh. that's like delusional a little bit, right? It's yeah. just like, first of all, one thing you got to accept if you're going to fall into the criticism path is it's very easy on social media to anonymously criticize things. But you got to be very measured about that because once you go down that path, you're kind of – you are cutting yourself off from stuff. Like there's been people who were going to come and be a guest on the show and it's like I can't be on the show because I openly talk negatively about something they worked on. I just be an asshole mm -hmm. sitting there. One thing you should be aware of, it doesn't matter who you focus on. If you criticize, in, especially in a huge, like, really ostentatious way like this petition is, if you criticize something that people worked on for a decade, they're going to fucking despise you. Mm -hmm. They really are. They really are. And you, like, do this pylon thing, <clears throat> and especially if you're the focus of it and you're the person who started the pylon, yeah, they're just – they're going to hate you. And you got to fucking own it, and that's it. And don't feel sad about it or that you lost a friendship. <laughs> He's not going to be able to go get coffee with Amelia Clark anymore. <laughs> Sad. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, Wait, uh, what, what is that? Is that icky? What is that? Just that whole mindset. It's, it's a bit icky. It's it's a it's, little icky. It's, it's just some like, entitlement. 
it's just delu it's delusions of grandeur, yeah. right? It's like, and, and, but I get it on some way because, dude, you made a thing and 750,000 people it's signed actually, up for it's it. It's almost 1.5 million now. Is it really? Yeah. Okay, so it's like 1.5 million people. That's fucking nuts, dude. And if somebody 1. has- 1.4 currently. Yeah. I don't know anything about this person. What do they want? Miss My watch want, begins. Season 8 remade, dude. They're they, very clear about they it. They actually want them to all go back to work and reshoot it? Like, no, what do they really just want? want to make the point. Has yeah, there ever I, been a time where they've- People are like, you know what? Guess right. We've done it. Oh, Sonic. Sonic. <laughs> I guess like we're only now just like kind of like allowing that behavior with that mm. kind of thing. Here's the thing though. Yeah, that was <laughs> I, I think I know thing. where you're gonna go with this. Do uh. you think that the people who were very upset about the original Sonic look are now gonna be like, oh thank God they fixed it. I'm gonna go see the movie and be happy now. Uh no. No. And even with them engaging and saying, Hey, you guys have raised a concern, we're gonna address this and we're gonna deal with it. There's now people like they 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 put that out there to fake us out. Well, like now it's like there's this conspiracy that they released footage of a bad design so that people would get upset. Or, or the people who are now upset that animators and people working on the movie are gonna have to work extra to fix it. Yeah, it's they like, are. Yeah, right. Really, really it's extra. Like, well, the, you wanted them to change it and fix it. It's like well, yeah, but don't make them don't make them work overtime. Don't make them work harder on this. Like well, they they to, they'd rather the movie be postponed. No, no, there's no solution. God, we're Look, such whiny babies. Luckily, Game Culture. of Thrones got to 19 point whatever million viewers for the finale. Because that, when people go back and look at it, they'll go like, we got to make more of these things, which is great. That's what we want. Mm -hmm. One thing I worry about being so entrenched in internet, geek, whatever culture, is that we turn on things so quickly that it's like, eventually people are like, why do we make anything for this audience? It's well, that's like, why Valve has said, like, we won't make Half-Life 3. Can why, you imagine? Like, yeah. we can't make a game that everyone would like. We won't make it. Exactly. And that's terrible. Right? It's terrible that it's come to that because they they would get so much backlash no matter what they made. Yeah. Look at George Lucas. He's like, okay, or, here you go, Disney. Or yeah, Just even yeah, even the Star Wars stuff. Like they yeah. canceled all the other a lot of the other solo projects. not so, not Han Solo, but the, the standalone projects. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, kind of delayed some of these other movies and I mean, why, you're right. Why would they continue making stuff for people just to actively hate it? I've always said if you look back in time and you're a historian and you just looked at like comments and things, you would assume Star Wars was one of the most hated movie franchises in history. And you'd wonder, why the fuck they keep making these movies? <laughs> Everybody hated every 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 single one of these is, fucking movies. Is your favorite Star Wars moment in a main Star Wars movie? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't really, I, really I think, think of anything outside of it. I think the Vader scene in Rogue One is the best moment in Star Wars. It's great. Always seems pretty good. It's great. I don't know. There's like little moments that I really love. Like all they love all the space battles, dude. You know. I think my the favorite is in Jedi when it's that dolling shot where Luke and Vader are fighting, and this is like Luke is like getting really pissed off, and they're playing the Emperor's theme, and they had to like rotoscope <clears throat> the lightsaber through the grates, like the little metal holes. It's such oh, a good God. fucking scene. Oh, it's so cool. Sorry, yeah, that's my I mean, I, I like the Rogue One Vader scene, but it's only cool because of because you know who that is from the other movies. So it's yeah. not like standalone great. Mm -hmm. I just think and, it was just an amazing. And, and just think, hours after that, he did the frump. <laughs> yeah, like, like he's gonna catch up to later that shit. morning. Doesn't ruin the movie. Doesn't ruin the movie. <laughs> and he's like, I'm so upset. You made me do this. Do we? Know hey, what? dude, I, I want to be friends with David Prowse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you do. <laughs> what time was it when in that scene? Was that like 3 a.m. for them? It's like, like you ask, what what's the time and space? Yeah. We've been over this. But it's like, I, like, had they just had breakfast, do you think? <laughs> it's interesting. What's your favorite Star Wars moment of all time? Is it the Vader, that Vader dolly, and that's it? It'd be that, and then in episode four, when uh, Han and Chewie 
chase after the stormtroopers after they open the blast door and the stormtroopers start running away. Yeah. Runs in the room. And he sees them all. Like, ah! and he turns around and then there's a shot where they're like, open or close the blast doors, close the blast doors. And then you see it's the same shot of Han and Chewie running away. And then it's the troopers behind him. And the music is so fucking good. And then they yeah. run through the blast doors and they're like, open the blast doors, open the blast doors. <laughs> it's so, I, I laugh every time. I, lo I love everything in A New Hope where they're in the Death Star, where they've gotten off the Falcon and they're yep. all like sneaking around the trash compactor scene when uh, Ben Kenobi goes around the back of that pylon to turn oh, off yeah. the tractor beam. Yeah. I fucking love that scene. Those dopey stormtroopers on there talking about whatever. These are insane. <laughs> yeah. I love that stuff. I love it. Also, probably though, my favorite moment, which is a really weird moment to pick from. Star Wars was an Empire Strikes Back when Yoda who's like starts off super goofy or whatever when he tells him um, how difficult the training is going to be and Luke goes I want to learn I'm not afraid and then fucking oh, Yoda yeah. goes to the shift he goes you will be <laughs> and it was like even to this day I'm like yeah. <laughs> I mean I go back and look at it now and it's clearly a puppet but as a kid I was like fucking freaked out you by that it be. was such a tonal shift and and Yoda got scary in that moment you know and he's kind of a scary dude he's like a little monster that lives <laughs> in a swamp you know a little monster who can use magic yeah exactly and he's what got a laser he? sword what is this race Yoda I I forget you know is, is there other ones though uh Yaddle she's in uh, episode one I don't I think you can see him in the extended universe but there's not a lot of Yoda's race there's, there's isn't there one in uh one of the prequels yeah, Yaddle. Yeah, yeah. She's the okay. other uh, Jedi. It's it's Yoda with a wig. Is there a 4K version of Star Wars out? Can you watch it? Is do they ever scan it in 4K? Or is it HD? They're the pretty best careful is? about like what they put out there. Like it's hard to get the original cuts now, right? Without I, the the what are they called? Yeah, without special edition. Right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I have the latest special edition, which is the one that has like the Tatooine cover. I feel like if they're going to do another re-release, it would be 4K restoration. And I bet you, if they can work it out with Fox, they would just do. The theatrical release, Un, like undo all of Lucas's redos, mm -hmm. I so that would sell that. really the, well, I think. Yep, the species, from what I'm reading here, does not have a name. <clears throat> that they've they've kept it shrouded in secrecy. Really? Mm -hmm. There was two misconceptions I had about Star Wars growing up. I'm sure I had many, but two that I remember was I thought Yoda was just a 900-year-old human. I thought that's what happened to a human. <laughs> like, you know, because he had the cane. And maybe, maybe, that's why they, maybe that's why they're keeping it a mystery. And he had hair coming out of his ears, and I just thought, oh, he's a, he's a human. That's what just humans look like they when they're 900 green. years old. And the other one I thought was that I thought lightsabers were the physical manifestation of the Force, and that's why only Jedi mm. can use them. Mm. And I, it was like one of those things. It's like I just thought that both of those things were fact. Yeah. That and it turns out their physical manifestations are midichlorians instead, which is I'd close, to, but not no, quite the no, same thing. No, no, no. Kyber crystals. It's just a, you have a red midichlorian or a green midichlorian no. or maybe a blue midichlorian. Han uses it on Hoth. I was very confused when Han Solo uses the lightsaber on the Tauntaun in Hoth. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? I was like, that can't, it's, oh, Han's a Jedi. That's what I went to. It's like. I, similar to that, I had uh, in that scene, because it's already like really blue and like, you know, the wind and stuff like that's like on the ice planet. Uh, I thought that Han had his own white lightsaber. And I was like, wow, Han got a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> so were you young enough to see Empire like where the big twist got protected for you? Honestly, you I know? can't recall. I feel like. When was Tommy Boy released? <laughs> When, I know it's stupid, but like that was one of my favorite comedy 96? movies when I was a kid. Did and you see Empire at Home? 
95. Mm, yeah, most likely. So I think since like, I feel like your memories start at around yeah. four or five. And I've always known that Vader was Luke's dad, spoiler alert, because uh, Tommy Boy. Because he's <laughs> doing the fan thing. Oh, yeah. oh. Became like the default, like <laughs> the, Bruce Willis was a ghost, became the new spoiler for a long time. Yeah. yeah. What was it? What? So it was. And Die Dude, Hard. He can I tell you something? Die Hard. <laughs> I saw Glass. I watched Glass in a plane. I loved it. And I was a big critic of Unbreakable. Mm. Like everyone thought Unbreakable was. I love amazing Unbreakable. Thing. And uh, I liked Split. I, Glass might be my favorite in that I series. I still haven't seen it. Watch I, everyone who saw it was like, Bleh. all the you know, all the people who loved Unbreakable. To me, it's very similar in tone to Unbreakable or pacing at least. I think people hated Unbreakable at first too. I think people liked Unbreakable later. Really? Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah, I, I mean, might be in that camp now. I'm going to go back and watch Unbreakable because I enjoyed Glass so much. Um, I, I wanted to touch on something I, I remembered. So we were talking about Star Wars quite a bit there. Did you see that thing about when Galaxy's Edge opens that they're going to restrict the amount of time people can be in it? That people can only be in there for four hours? What? Yeah. Man, they're... they're gonna- I'm so excited to go to that park. The more I hear about it, the less excited I'm getting. They said they're going to have stormtroopers. Like, everyone's going to get a, a wristband uh-huh. that shows, like, what time you went in. You get four hours, and they'll have stormtroopers patrolling, checking wristbands. And once your four hours are up, you got to leave. That's actually kind of cool. If they were going to do it away, that's still <laughs> okay. I, I totally flipped on that. But I, I do hate that, yeah, but like, people will hang out to get kicked out by the stormtroopers. Oh, fuck yeah, I will. They're going to take up all that time. Uh, I was uh, uh, really excited to go, and then they did this thing where they're like, yeah, not the whole park is going to be released. So then I'm, I'm just like, well, I'm going to wait until like 2020 to go to so that they have all the rides open. Oh, when is it opening? I don't even know. I mean, I think it's either open or opening in June or something like that. The L.A. one is. It's the end of the month. Yep. The end of May. OK, so Gosh. that's opening so like next week. Right. Yeah. But they have a ride or two that are not going to be open. And then then the Disney World one is going to open and then they're going to open the ride in L.A. And then they're going to open the other ride in the <laughs> Disney World location in Orlando. Yeah. So they're like kind of like spacing uh, yeah, it the out. The Orlando one opens at the end of August. Yeah. And I'm just going to I'm just going to like wait until all the crowds die down. The whole park is open. Then I'm going to go and I'm just going <laughs> to Star Wars. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm like so out of Star Wars. Like I didn't even didn't even think about the fact that the last movie in the movie franchise I've been watching my entire life is coming out this year. Right? Yeah. That nine's coming out this year. It's just like, it's like so low impact for me now. Hmm. I'm a Marvel guy now. I grew up reading the comics. I always consider myself to be a Star Wars kid. It just, I think they just nailed the Marvel stuff so well mm-hmm. that I just like, that's, that's it. Well, we're, yeah. at a t- we're at a tipping point. We'll see how, where it goes from here with the Marvel stuff. I'm okay though. I'm like, uh, you know, the whole endings thing is interesting because you talked about it's, it's hard to end TV series. And one thing we always did with Red vs. Blue that we talked about over the years was we wrote endings. Like we had stories. And you watch the first five seasons, and that has an ending. And then that's a bad idea if you're making a series and it's going to continue because then people are like, well, I've already seen the ending of this first story. Right. And it's like you can't really compare it to anything else that has point. sequels yeah. but are still part of the same series. But we have, like, I wrote three different endings, season five, then season six through eight, and then nine and ten. Well, Miles wrote season five had a lot of endings. What's that? Yeah, technically season five had a lot of endings. And then uh, uh, Miles wrote the ending of season... 13, we're done 14, now we're in the new series. I'm going to say how long it's going to be. But that'll have a definitive ending too. And it it gives people a jumping off point. I felt like it also gave people a jumping on point. Like if they wanted Mm -hmm. to get involved, they could start a new story. Um, And I think over time, people have said that, like, where should I start on RVB? It's like something like, you have to start at the beginning. It's like, don't, no, no. (laughs) It's like a bunch of random jokes and everything. Start at season six, that's where the storyline begins. Everyone has different opinions of that. But it's like, I think, and they said this in Avengers, it's like, 
what do they say? Part of the journey is the end. I've always said good stories have an ending. That's part of a thing. You have to, I don't know how you write without an ending in mind. You know, and I was very influenced, I think, by Lost in particular. Mm. I just felt like they didn't have an ending in mind. Or they did, and then the audience got ahead of them. George R. R. Martin talked about this recently. The audience gets ahead of you, mm. and then your inclination is, oh, shit, they figured out my ending. I got to change mm. it. You yeah. really don't. Yeah. You don't have to change it. Just tell your story, you know? Uh, they're saying that Spider-Man's supposed to be the end of Phase 3. I feel like they're going to treat it like an epilogue, and you're going to find out what m more happens after the snap. But, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen beyond that like what can they even touch i don't know multiverse secret wars yeah they can do that you know i still can't believe that iron man came out before avatar it was 10 11 years ago now what, oh eight yeah is, is it because you think that iron man's a newer movie yeah it, it seems it like avatar to me seems like so long ago yeah, yeah. and i guess because iron man's kept showing up over time what's i'm excited about the new avatars yeah three more yeah, I'm excited about it. I'll I don't look at that. Get why that's become so like meme worthy that like people are shitting on Avatar. Like I know that the joke is that they keep pushing release and adding more to the series or whatever. But like I fucking loved Avatar. That's I'm fucking super excited to see the next one, dude. Don't don't bet against James Cameron. I said that when Alita was coming out. Yeah, so it was like, oh, it's gonna be a 250 million dollar bomb. It's like not did fine. People, people say that about him every yeah. time that guy makes a movie. Every time. Do we learn nothing from Titanic? I, it's right. like, people were shitting it, all over like, that movie before it came out. Yeah. Avatar was gonna be a huge flop. Biggest movie ever. And, and when he was making Aliens, I think all the, because the crew hadn't seen, the British crew hadn't seen Terminator. So they were just shitting on this, like, whatever American dude coming over. And it was, like, one of the best movies ever. Right, from Ridley Scott to now then this action yeah. movie. That's they were just giving him shit and, like, refusing to work and Are stuff. Are people just mistaking him constantly for Michael Bay, but he's just really <laughs> fucking good? He's just like, yep. oh, what if they're, like, the same guy, but one's the evil and one's the good version? Which is which? James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching... Four-year-old virgin and in that movie Steve Crow holds up an Iron Man and I remember Not having any idea what that was right Right, I remember what being a different world. We live in now. I grew up I, as an I Iron never Man fan. heard of Iron Man I read all the comics and everything and they were making an Iron Man movie like I was like, oh my god It's gonna be great. And everyone's like what the fuck is Iron Man? I was yeah. like, oh, this is, I, was you know, I felt like, I felt like <laughs> We're like that nerd and exposure. I feel, like, I feel like he holds up. He's like this is Iron Man I feel like they make fun of the fact that no one really knows well, the people outside of comics don't know Iron Man. Wow. Who did you know from the Marvel Universe? Did you know Wolverine? The X-Men? I knew Wolverine because of the cartoons on Saturday yeah, I feel like I knew everybody because of the cartoons. I had Iron Man and War Machine action figures because yeah. I feel like they had like crossover with the 90s Spider-Man and X-Men movies. I think Spider-Man's probably the most well-known Marvel comic, right? Captain America? Hulk? No, it's gotta be. Spider-Man. It's gotta be Spider-Man, Spider right? Yeah, it's gotta be. Never heard of 60s Captain cartoon. America. You'd never heard of Captain America. That makes no, sense. No, I had heard of all the X-Men that were in the cartoon and Spider-Man. Superman ahead of, but that's not Marvel. There's a, who is the Captain Britain guy? Union, Union Jack, Jack or something? Is it Union Jack? Is that the name of the character? Uh, Winston Churchill. Never. Well, that. then there's also the Alpha Flight. There's the Guardian, who's like the Canadian, like, superhero. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that every country has their own little superhero. Did you, speaking of Spider-Man, did you watch the, uh, the button at the end of the credits for Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah. Did Oscar I? Isaac. I don't remember. I, I was fucking cracking up. Yeah. Oh. The first time I watched that. What was it? It's where it's uh parody of the sixties. The sixties Spider Man. Oh, that one. Yeah. I did see that. Jesus. That's the whole movie is so fucking funny. But then that that button, like it was just like a perfect way to end that movie. And that's Oscar Isaac's voice. And I fucking like Oscar Isaac could do no wrong, except for Apocalypse, but he was in so much makeup you don't even recognize him, so he gets a pass. Mm. But Oscar Isaac's so fucking cool. Yeah. Ex Machinos.
fucking great. Oh, that's so good. That's it's just for his performance, really, more mm-hmm. than anything else. And he's not the main character, not even like. But he the, steals the show. He does steal the show, man. From General Hux. He's uh, he's, he's really great in that. Mm-hmm. Plus that fucking house. I want that, it. That it's house so, is so awesome. Cool. It's yeah. like built into the rocks. There's no way that'd be an architectural <clears throat> nightmare. I've told you the story about how I ruined Ex Machina at South by Southwest, right? For what? For the audience? I was in line and oh, I had been yeah. seeing so many movies and I was up partying so much that I was just like wasn't in the right headspace and I was about to see Turbo Kid, which is a dope fucking movie. And uh, someone was like, hey, what, what have you seen so far? I was like, oh, this, this, and this. Oh, man, I just saw Ex Machina last night. It is crazy. He's like, yeah, I saw it too. And I was like, can you believe that at the end that the thing happened? And then I just hear like, Oh yeah, it's oh! tough. It's tough, like, dude. All around me, and I was like, "What? What? <gasps> oh fuck!" And yeah, just ruined it. Going back to David Prowse, I know we've talked about this before, but I think it's in keeping with the spoiler conversation. David Prowse gave away the big reveal for Empire like a year and a half. It's printed in newspapers. He like just told the convention people, he's like, "Yeah, I got the script. You'll be very excited for this next installment of this of the series. Uh, it's when revealed my character Darth Vader is is Luke Skywalker's father, and it's like printed. And it's How just did that like, not spread further? It just wasn't that world. So no That's, internet. Like yeah, yeah. You, you, it was, you, you could look it up. I've seen scans of that. I'm actually amazed that more stuff doesn't leak. But then again, there were leaks. For Game of Thrones, for the last like three or four episodes, where they were 100% right, like people, or even just, some of the episodes leaked was in season six or five, yeah, where like the first half of the the series was available online for pirates to download. Yeah, Ashley uh, had the finale for Game of Thrones spoiled for her by Rooster Teeth comments. She was going through comments and somebody she was deleting, Fuck. but you can't not read them when you're de- when you're deleting them like mm-hmm. that. And it's just like, man, what's wrong with people? You know, doing that stuff. There's no point in that at all. I try to avoid all that shit. Uh, That's a true spoiler. The thing's not out, and there are people who go out right. and, and like try to find people that don't know it and are going to tell them about it. Seven got ruined for me. Seven, seven, someone spoiled it, and just a random. It was like a fucking <laughs> video about how to do something to your shoe or something, and and then like it was just like top comment was Han Solo, blah blah blah, Kylo Ren. I was like, fuck, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant seven. The movie with Brad I thought Pitt. you also meant seven. Yeah, I, I was really confused. <laughs> I know what's in the box now. I was, I was really curious to see where that story went. Sorry, Star Wars 7. We, we've been talking about Star Wars so much, and I'm always, my brain's yeah, always the beginning, Star Wars. Yeah, the beginning of that story, I was like, how old was he when I just want Peter out. Hayes now to make a gif from the end of 7, where Brad Pitt opens the box and Kylo Ren jumps Stabs him quite suddenly. Yeah, that was, that's confusing. How much longer do we have? I'm confused when we started. About 10 minutes. Okay, great. Eight minutes. More or less. Did hey, look, see, we're not going to stop and talk about Game of did, Thrones. Did you see that? Um, yeah, we're not. Um, so, World of Warcraft Classics coming out. They have a release date for it. So, it's World of Warcraft as it existed, like version 1.12 before Vanilla, Burning Crusade came I out. Believe Vanilla, I believe it's called. And um, I believe beta testing's already started. So, some people are already starting to, to get into betas to play it. And uh, Blizzard. Do you, do you do that? Just, I hate to derail your Sometimes. Spider. I don't do that. Sometimes it depends on the game. Uh, this one I probably would just because I've already played it. Like I know what I'd be getting into. But uh, see if these have is an insider program. The only reason I want to do it is if you pay an hour a week, they give you rewards. Mm. Like by the time you get to the tenth week, you get like badass sales and hull. Anyway, well, <laughs> Blizzard had to had to make an official post in the forums for World of Warcraft Classic, telling people they listed <laughs> a bunch of things saying these are not bugs. Stop reporting these. Oh, this is just the way the game This worked? is the way the game worked at the time. That's amazing. It's like, the, people, I think, and we talked about this at game time last week, that people might not remember what they're in for. People might, might not remember how 
tough that game was and unforgiving it was when it launched and it's going to be a fucking grind. I've been talking about it with uh with uh Adam Ellis like so they're not bringing any any new mechanics no, it, into the, it's, it's just as it was. As it existed really? at that time. Yeah, yeah, mounts were still in there, but you had to be like level 40. Chad's probably really excited about it. Yeah, I've been talking with both uh, Chad Chad's and Adam like Ellis. hardcore vanilla WoW player. Like played that was his whole life for a few years was playing that game. Yeah, we're it's Interesting because like there's that and then like Halo Master Chief Collections coming out back out Dude. of PC. There's just something about like bringing back those nostalgic feels. Want to be clear? I nostalgia. don't know anything. Don't know anything. Don't have any inside information. I just have a really strong feeling that we're going to see something for Halo Infinite at E3, which is well, we, in like a week and a half, two weeks. We kind of should. I mean, they teased it last year, so right. we should see something. I'm hoping. This is year. anyone even at E3? No, there's I, no one there. I literally I got invited to stuff and I kept sending like declines of like, sorry, I'm just I'm not going to be there this year. And they're like, it's in my way. Yeah, nobody's going. Yeah, it's I'll just less and less people going to E3, which I think more developers are moving away from it. So it's becoming less of the press spectacle. Like, did Sony announce a PlayStation Five when I wasn't pay paying attention? No, they talked about hardware specs though. Okay, isn't that announcing a PlayStation Five? Right, without 5? directly announcing it. It was really weird. Like, there's an article about uh, the SSD version of the PS5, and they showed load times for it. Right. That's announcing a PS5. Right, but no, like. Do you think it's about time they state. just call it a PlayStation and go again? No. Like Xbox did. No. You Keep like the fact that they they're still go? Yes. Keep the fucking numbers on it. Yes. I tried that. So we tried that with RVB too because we went season one, two, three, four, five, and thought, okay, we got a new thing now. We'll call it Reconstruction, Revelation, all that. And I was like, I wish. Yeah, it was. It can just confuses people. Just yeah. put the fucking numbers on it. I have trouble remembering it now. <laughs> like titles on a podcast video on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. Gasoline. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to find without the numbers. What uh, is? Just the podcast. Well, don't we add the numbers after? Yeah, we add the numbers after a week. Good deal. It's in the description. Um, <laughs> Stubborn. Whatever. Uh, there was another article I, I read that this man in China was arrested for giving dogs illegal names. What? Like, cuss names or something? So, uh, cuss I, I, names. I, I was curious. <laughs> cuss names. The reason I looked it up is, what's an illegal name? Cat? Hitler. <laughs> Bush. Uh, so he gave them, he was naming dogs, he had two dogs, each uh, obviously with, with Chinese names. The first one was Chengguan, which is officials employed in urban areas to tackle low-level crime. So we see like, Police, okay. so he named one dog, and the other was Ziguan, which is informal community workers such as traffic assistants. So basically, he named his dogs like police officer and traffic cop, and got arrested for that. How, and was he put in jail? Did like, what? Did, what's the length of his service? Uh, did his dog arrest him for these crimes? Uh, he must spend ten days in administrative detention center. What does um, China? What's up? What so does that, China call Taiwan? Do China. They, but they don't like it's not a region. I don't like, know. I, I assume it's just China. Right. They they don't they don't use whatever Taiwan uses for themselves. Right. Because Taiwan refers to themselves as the Republic of China. So I think whenever like we deal diplomatically, we have the United States deals diplomatically, they have to be careful about how they refer to the nation of Taiwan. Right. Well <laughs> Right. Look at you. <laughs> Look at that. That. <laughs> wow, that side eye was amazing. Maybe not. It's a it's a complicated situation. It's like it's like there was a, like a Chinese government official like just <laughs> off camera. You're like, sorry. <laughs> Let me rephrase. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a that's a fucked up situation going on. What's still going on? They're about to. Uh, isn't it like the next few years? It's going to be a completely segmented internet, right? They're going to have their own internet. I know Russia's working on that. Heading that way. Well, they need. I mean, you heard. The, did you hear the news about Huawei? 
No. Oh yeah. Um, Google revoked their Android license. Yeah, they just actually they actually just got it back for ninety days. There's been a ninety day reprieve on that. But Google revoked their Android license, their access to Google Apps, and on top of that, U.S. suppliers are going to stop sending them parts. And then because of the way that the ban is worded, other international suppliers are also going to stop. Some other international suppliers will also stop sending Huawei parts. Isn't so it's like there'll be a phone company who cannot get parts from outside of China and cannot use an operating system from outside of China. Do you really want them to have their own OS? Isn't, <laughs> Listen, isn't that way worse? It's China. I mean, if you revoke a license, they're like, okay, we'll stop using that. I mean, what, the, what do they give a shit? They're just going to use it. Yeah, I mean, they'll use it maybe internally, but I mean, they'll get blocked. Right. Or if we're talking about hardware, I mean, they'll have to develop it. They'll have to develop some stuff. Internally in China, Huawei devices normally don't use the, Google's, the Google two, ecosystem. Two things. Was this in response to something? What's going There's on There's a here? trade war, trade uh, war escalated yeah. between China and the United States. Which, okay. which is, there's some serious stuff going on with it, too, um, where, I should say serious, the situation in Iran is much more serious, I think. That's but, kind of de-escalated. What? That's de-escalated a bit, but yes. Has it de-escalated? Yeah. Okay. Um, the... Uh, there's been a, I read an article, there was a shift, sudden shift in the programming for television and movies in China, where there's now like, it's very popular to have anti-US media. So, so that's was, a bad like, shift. Remember, I was yeah. telling you about that that uh, Chinese film I watched, uh, Wandering Earth. Yeah. There are no American characters in that film, but on the space station, the two of the main characters are uh, a Chinese astronaut and his best friend who's a Russian cosmonaut. So it's like the Chinese and the Russians working together in space to try to save Earth. And you, I, you, I don't think there's no American character. You might see the Americans briefly, like in a montage, like what they're doing in the United States. It's interesting because, you know, as global cinema grows, you know, if you look over time at like what were the evil characters, like Russians were the evil characters, like default in yeah. movies. And then anybody from the Middle East was the default yeah. for a while and it was totally to fine. The, the Brits were up there for, for a long time. Yeah, I think American Americans movies. will be... You know, as as movies become more global and, you know, the other markets get bigger and bigger, it'll be like the default might be the U.S., you know, mm -hmm. corporation. I mean, we have some of that, you know. Usually anybody who's involved with a company of any kind in a movie is like pure <laughs> evil. Okay, but let me read this to you real quick. This is from Asia Times. I don't know if that's a reputable organization. Just the first one that came up. Uh, the movie channel of China's state broadcaster, China Central Television, has reportedly pulled from its schedules not only all Hollywood productions, but also domestic films with scenes shot in the U.S. Observers see the move as CCTV falling in line with other state media after Beijing's ties with Washington soured further after the latest impasse in bilateral trade talks and Donald Trump's embargo ordering uh, order targeting Huawei. Is that you say Huawei? Huawei. Is that you say it? Huawei? So anyway, and then they're airing uh, anti. They they have special screenings of. Uh, anti-US invasion movie, like where they're fighting off an invasion by the yeah. US into China. So it's their version of Red Dawn. Kind of, hmm. yeah. We're like the, you Blue know. Dawn. No, I think they would keep Red. Yeah. No, because no. Red Dawn was us. They no, like, they're like, like they have, it's them defending. Oh. You see, they're also the Red Army. Yeah. No, okay. Blaine's right. It still works. It's called Red Dawn because the Red, the Russians are the Reds. Yeah, but they're also the Reds. They're defending. It works both ways. No. Blaine, you're right. There you go. It, would yeah, be, it would be Blue Dawn. <laughs> it would be Blue Dawn. Is this the dumbest argument we've ever had? You're both wearing No, you're red, being stubborn. Is... You're wrong. This is one where you're wrong. He's right. I'm, I'm totally I'm totally fine. You just, you changed the whole premise of the title. <laughs> you said you changed the whole premise. It still works, though. Why one, of the, it... one of the people, one of the belligerents is, all, is signified by red. It's not one of the belligerents. It's they get invaded by the Red Army. 
So if so, we're if we invade, we're red. Suddenly, if we invade China, why does it have to be about the invading army? Why can't it be about the defending army? I, I don't know. Why does it have you're to right. be dawn? You don't know. What? You're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> All right, fine. It's uh, they'll call it Red Dawn in China as well. That's the title of the episode. Red Dawn Two? Question mark. No you one knows what Red Dawn is. That's listening to this. For they remade it. The remake. Not that long ago. Oh, the Crimson's Worth. Yeah. Hey. uh Crimson's way better. So you watched that Netflix show Black Summer? Yeah. And you oh, said yeah. Esther translated her, the Korean lady? Yeah, it was great uh, having Esther there watching Black Summer because anytime the, the Korean woman talks, she's like, oh, she said this. She said that. Was, was, real, I, was I accurate Korean. in my description of that half-baked show? Yes, Where it's, it's a lot of empty rooms and, and a, a lot, lot of, of looking around. A lot of just exploration. I thought, I thought it was fine, but yeah, it was a, it was, it was a, a weird approach. That, yeah. It tricks you a little bit because the first episode in the suburban neighborhood is fucking amazing. And it's like really cool and really different. It reminded me almost of the uh, Dawn of the Dead remake from the early 2000s. Oh, the James Gunn one? Yeah, yeah James Gunn. Where it's like it starts in like the point. neighborhood kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like the very beginning and people running out of their houses and the chaos that's happening. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. That The beginning for that Dawn of the Dead... And then the beginning of 28 weeks later yeah. are fucking crazy openings to movies. That one where, what's the actor? He's from Trainspotting. Played Begbie. And he's in 28 weeks later. Yeah, I don't weeks remember his or name. days? Weeks. It's a sequel. Yeah. Right. The opening to 28 weeks later, it starts off kind of like, interesting because they're holed up in a house. They got all the windows supported. It completely goes off the rails like a minute or so in and it's just frantic. And by the time they get to the end of the opening sequence, you're just like breathless. It's Do you think they'll make it years? I, I've been twenty years later. I think would be the next twenty eight months later. Maybe have they not made twenty eight months? No, I thought twenty weeks later was good. I, I love both of those movies. The first one, I, I, I can't remember the second one because I haven't seen it in so long. The first one's like one of my favorite I, movies. It's not clear to me which which one came first: the Walking Day, Dead graphic uh, novel or twenty eight days later, because they're the exact same, same premise beginning. for the opening. Robert Carlyle. Robert Carlyle. That's him. That's him. I yeah. want to say. Oh, the Scottish guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a Bond villain. I don't know if he was in, was he in Trainspotting 2? I haven't even seen that. I don't know. I think it was in Full Monty as well. How much, would you pay an extra dollar a month to yes. your Netflix subscription for it to just not autoplay whatever they want and to have continue watching be the first line? Because I was trying to imagine it as if, as if every time you walked up to your DVD collection, They'd all been muddled around, and one movie you've never seen was just playing on the TV in front of you. Because it's the equivalent I, I of that. I that. And it's like, I get it. It's important that they put new shows in front of you. Because it's like, oh, I'll probably watch the show now that I've seen the first, you know, very loud Five 10 seconds. seconds play. But I would love it to not do that. I don't have so the problems much. with the Netflix UI that everyone else has. I hate it. Yeah, a lot of people hate it, and they hate... I hate Hulu, too. <laughs> uh, I hate all of them. 28 Days Later came out in 2002. The first issue of Walking Dead was 2003. I have okay. big UI problems right now. But that's publishing too, so... Did they see it before they did? So it's amazing how similar the openings are. Yeah. Guy in the hospital wakes up like a month later, and there's a, a full-on apocalypse, but he was somehow not killed. Yeah. While he was in a coma. Yeah, they like blocked the door. And right. somehow he was still... Hooked up to an IV yeah, and alive. They right. show, I think they show it in Walking Dead. They show like somebody blocking the door and then leaving. Mm. I don't know if they show it in 20 days later. No, they no, don't. He just wakes, he just wakes up. Ugh. You know, his parents were there. He's his dick. At one point. Yeah. Uh, because they make the note like "Don't wake up," because it's oh, horrible. Fuck that movie's chilling. It is. Twenty days later is pretty fucking dope. That scene in the church with a you oh, first see them and uh, it's just like, yeah. yeah. But that's the thing about Black Summer is I grew up a Romero zombie fan, and it's like individually zombie not a big deal, like Walking Dead, 
It's like, yeah, it's, it's bad news, but just pay attention, you'll be okay. Eight of them, you got a fucking problem. 20 days later, one of them, you got a serious fucking Fuck. problem. That's Black Summer. Literally, there's two zombies that, for two fucking episodes, trap five people? Yeah. Yeah, they got five people. Six. I have not Six. heard of, is this a show? What it's is on Netflix. this? It's on Netflix. Black Summer, it's a, uh. You recommend? I love zombies. If you love zombies, it's give it a shot. It's eight episodes that are all about 30 minutes each. Oh, God. I hate. This is the worst recommendation ever. It's like, eh, it's it's, fine. it's It's a much different it's pace. Four hours of my time. It's yeah. a much different pace. You'll figure it out probably in the first two episodes of whether or not you want to watch it. I was one of the people that didn't like uh, that superhero academy show. Oh, Umbrella Umbrella? Academy? Yeah. Academy? Even though everyone was like, you look like uh, number one, the uh, Rickon. Yeah, and I was like, Rickon Tarly. Yeah, that guy. Or Dickon. Dickon Tarly. Dickon Tarly. White guy with kind of a beard. With one, sort of honestly, muscular. one of the worst like body suits. It, I've it's ever so seen. distracting. Anytime he was on camera, I was like, I can't, I can't get through this. <laughs> He's like this. It's like in this ridiculous bodysuit. Uh, all right, let's wrap this up. Okay. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll Come see to you RTX guys, uh, next time. Come see us Come at RTX. RTX. We'll see you guys there. In Austin, Bye. Texas. Bye. It's gonna be a cool summer. Hope so.